0: Today we're talking to Sally Kettle about the power of goals. So Sally is known to many of you as one of our long-standing trainers on the Every Woman webinar, but she's also a broadcaster, author, motivational speaker and ocean rower. Sally was in fact the first woman to row the Atlantic Ocean twice from east to west with her mother Sarah Kettle, becoming the first mother and daughter team to row an ocean. So, goal setter, go getter, welcome Sally.
1: Hello, how are you doing? Hi.
0: Good, thank you. So let's talk goals. I mean, obviously, you're a goal setter. I mean, would you define yourself as that, first of all?
1: Yeah, I would. I definitely would. Um, I think I noticed from when I was quite a young age that I'm um, highly self-motivated. And, you know, I really wanted to get out and do stuff and I would do the work to do it. And I think that's um, a skill that you can improve on, but I was definitely
0: born with it. So self-motivation I was going to ask you you know what is a goal because a goal means a lot of different things to different people there are a lot of different types of goals Uh, we can talk we'll probably talk about a few of those uh, during the podcast but you know tell me what your idea of a goal is and you know uh, do, do they always have to be big and bold to make an impact. You know what? Uh, Probably not, actually, because I think if anybody's uh,
1: anybody out there who's a uh, a mum will probably know that a goal sometimes is just getting your kids out of the front door.
0: (laughs) You know, yeah, exactly. And (laughs)
1: actually, you know, for for most of my goals, it's it's pretty much a to do list um, because that's you know what every day tends to turn out to be is you know can we get through this list and get things done. Um, I think there are times when we do neglect to think of the bigger the bigger picture and the bigger goals Um, because we're so caught up in the day-to-day that actually we don't take a moment just to um, sit down and look to the future and see what we can actually achieve um, for ourselves in in a bigger way and I would definitely encourage more women to do that just to take a moment to see what they would actually really like to achieve because you know you're a long time old and you're a very long time dead.
0: That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, we, I, know. <laughs> I mean, it's a very stark warning to everyone who's not setting goals here. Um, I mean, it's interesting you, you mentioned the word future. And I wonder, you know, whether for a lot of people setting goals can be quite a daunting thing because it, it does imply, uh, well, First of all, there's a there's a great sense that a goal has to be this massive thing, and as you said, sometimes yeah. a goal can be getting out of the house, getting dressed. Sometimes it, it's a continuum, isn't it? Goal setting. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think um, there's a there was a saying when I was doing my ocean rowing, which really resonated with me, and it was uh, when eating elephants, small chunks at a time. And um, also, you know, when I'd completed my ocean row with my with my mum in particular there was definitely a sense of anticlimax when we had actually achieved the goal and it was very easy to forget um, how enjoyable or stressful the journey was and, and it was enjoyable and stressful in equal measures certainly um, and I think I think that's just as important and that is you know if you're going to set yourself a goal are you going to enjoy the process of mm. getting to it because because you may not get to it it may change so dramatically along the way. And those things happen all the time. You know, um, we live certainly at the moment in uncertain times and and things are changing rapidly. Um, And even when we're not, we're still living in uncertain times. And you may have the best of intentions to go off and do this specific thing that you've been working very long time for. But something might happen that changes that. And being able to flex with that change and be happy with how you've done to that point is really important.
0: So that's picking up on a really interesting point Uh, you know I just mentioned about your use of the word future Mm. and I wanted to talk to you about the idea of you know fixed goals versus process goals which you just talked about in terms of the the rowing and and whether we need to have both I mean what are what are the 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 sort of the key uh, attributes of both and the key benefits of both and, and how do they work together.
1: I think they, they have to work together. They are symbiotic. You know, you cannot have one without the other, really. Um, you know, the, the process goals are how we live. In, that's how we are. You know, that's the, the, the way that we uh, travel through life is a series of goals ticked off uh, to do list done. Um, what we tend not, we tend to focus more on that. That's the issue. Uh, and actually, if we spent a little bit more time on, on, the, on the end goal, mm. um, we may find that actually we want to journey in a slightly different way. Um, you know, I, I spoke recently to a good friend of mine who is, you know, realizing that she's a nomadic person and actually Mm. she'd spent so much of her time setting goals were, which were about settling and being in a relationship and being in a job, but actually her, her talent and her, her, her soul is is a nomadic person. So she needed to look more deeply at, at her actual personality and, and the things she wanted to achieve and then adjust the goals to suit. Um, which would, you know, in in the long term, um, help her to be a happier, more fulfilled person, uh, and be and and having that time to kind of sit down and and um, process the type of person you are, and seeing if your long term aims are suitable to that person, will help you to create the sort of um, life and achievements that you'd want to to. Um, make you more fulfilled and that's and I think that's the whole point of it really is you know uh, I personally believe there isn't meaning to life it's the meaning you put in your life and um, and and and, go- and making a goal that's going to give you that meaning is is you know tantamount to that really.
0: So the purpose of a goal then for you is is about the meaning uh that it creates yeah that's interesting yeah yeah well yeah well you know
1: the to-do list is slightly different in that you know there's no meaning in getting your kids out of the house in the morning (laughs) yeah yeah and and I'll be honest (laughs) and say that um when I did my first ocean road there was huge huge meaning for me in that Mm. and that was you know I wanted to prove to myself and to other people that I was a capable person that I had a bone of common sense in my body that I was able to achieve it. It was a rite of passage, you know, passage for me. And um, and that was deeply meaningful. Um, and I, I suppose because it had so much uh, of my my gut and my soul in it, it, it drove me to actually go and achieve it. And I think that's um, also where many people make mistakes, is that they mm. um, create goals that are a little too artifice. They're artificial, they're not quite... You know, they're not they're not rich enough in in our passions to complete them. And that's probably why we tend to fail Mm. um, Mm. is that there's not enough at stake. There's not enough skin in the game, so to speak.
0: Um, Let's talk about failing, failing and and bouncing back at a later date, because I know you have some really interesting insights into that. But I, I, I think this whole idea of, you know, the purpose of a goal for me, I don't know whether you would agree, but I think a lot of people, as you say, set goals that are almost quite artificial quite removed from themselves they don't have enough of themselves in there really and they're also always in the future so then you know you bring in the process goals are in the now so you do need the both otherwise you know you always you're never quite somewhere are you if you're just always striving for the future yeah and I think
1: we we live well sorry you, you were going to ask a question but I was going to take you um say that we live in a, a very FOMO reality right now. You know, we have a fear of missing out and and um, social media is, you know, is a very valuable thing and it allows us to communicate with other each other. But also it does mean that we tend to focus on other people's goals and see them as something that we need to achieve as well. And that's not necessarily the case.
0: Mm. Well, actually, I was going to ask you about uh, specifically creating goals at work. I mean, for many of us, you know, there's a sort of career, a clear career path and we can sort of say I need to get to that bit and then that bit leads to that bit and, you know, so on, so on, so on. But obviously, a lot of people now are embracing portfolio career, which I, I know you've created. Yeah. Um, how do you create and set goals for yourself at work if you don't, if you want to step outside that or if you don't have that structure? What, what you know, what? Again, yeah, does it come back to authenticity?
1: And you say well I would say I would argue that actually, you know, when you say that lots of people have a kind of a set set path in which they want to tread, I suspect that many people don't actually. I suspect that they may have had uh, an idea of where they wanted to be, say, in their 20s when they were first going into the workplace. Yeah. But actually so much um, changes in terms of chance happenings or, you know, we fall into some um, to some roles that maybe we weren't even expecting. And actually we have little can you know, we can have little control over the direction that we go um that certainly was what happened for me I sort of ebbed and flowed I went with the the current at the time oh well I'm a a bit like you know squirrel I'm looking in this way (laughs) (laughs) okay that looks interesting I'll go there and um there's you know definitely a part of myself that um sees an open door and wants just to walk through it even if it's not the the door that's necessarily the right one for me Mm. and you know if I don't tend to hold regrets but if there were uh, you know anything like so anything that I can look back on and uh, with my hindsight and say, "Oh, that probably wasn't a good idea is my you know willingness to say yes to everything um, and to try it just because it might turn out to be something interesting and exciting, which can lead to an, a very interesting, exciting life, but it does mean that you can spend a lot of time wasted on on projects um, that just aren't going to come to fruition.
0: Uh, yeah. Although there is an argument that nothing's wasted in a portfolio career. I mean, no, I'm... no, you're, well, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Things tend to come back at weird places and he's like, oh, I know how to do that. Yeah, That's amazing. it's
1: amazing. Yeah, exactly that. And uh, and it, it's funny she said it because w- when I um, started out in my portfolio career, it just wasn't the done thing. You know, I'm in my coming up into my mid 40s and 20 and, um, something years ago, people weren't doing what I was doing. Uh, And I was feeling quite lonely in that space. And I spent a good, I'd say, 10 to 15 years of my working life thinking I should be getting myself a proper job. Um, And I'm so glad that I didn't. Um, And I stuck with my 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 own goals and my own passions um, because I look at people now in their mid-40s who are going, oh, God, I'm still in the same role. I wish I was doing something different. And I think that's much harder. But, um, you know, it, I made a, a, a promise to myself when, when I did my Ocean Row, my very first one, that I wanted it to change my life, not be a moment in my life. And, and that's exactly what it did. And I was very clear in that. So, you know, anybody who's listening who's thinking, you know, I have some really clear goals that I want to achieve... And you you have that fixed um, um, road that in which you want to travel, then you really need to kind of sit down and plan it because there's absolutely no point in having um, that passion in your gut that isn't actually put down on the page and then enacted. And that's a mistake many people make: is that they, you know, they should have been a contender, so to speak. You know, they they could have done this, but other things got in the way. Mm. Um, you know, uh, making a promise to yourself. Um, is all well and good but if you don't actually enact on it then five years down the line you'd be kind of thinking oh well what happened to that grand passion that I wanted to achieve
0: well, and again, the process goal comes in there as well, that, you know, as yeah. you say, you know, it's, it's, it's either a plan or it's a dream, isn't it, really? Um yes. and it can <laughs> and be both. You can be both. So, so the, you know, the dream is the,
1: so um, I was recently listening to a really excellent book actually called The Chimp Paradox, in, in, it, in which he says, you know, dream dream to the stars, not dream to the moon. Um, you know, the um, the moon is a stepping stone to the stars. And mm-hmm. actually, if we if we just go to the moon, that's where we end up and we don't in, in go to our bigger passions, our, our bigger goals.
0: Let's talk about bouncing back. I mean, say that you you know you've you've set your goals. You know what the steps are. You've got your process goals in place. You're staying a bit agile to be surprised by life because that's always a good sign. Of, you know, <laughs> <squirrel. Yes. laughs> but you know what? Maybe you've you've failed. What well, fails the wrong word? Maybe you've not succeeded as much as you want to at a certain phase. Maybe you're not getting somewhere quick enough. You know, you've got to find that resilience. Resilience has got to be part of goal setting, surely. Yeah, and but, but yeah.
1: resilience is a learned skill. Um, some people are better than it, than others. I mean, there there is evidence that um, some people are, in, you know, inherently genetically more resilient than others. But it is a learned skill. And actually, um, when you first start failing or, or, you know, not achieving what you want, it's going to hurt. It's going to properly hurt. And, uh, and we're not going to be able to cope with it as well as we'd want to. But the next time round, we'll get a little better. And then the next time round, we'll be expecting it. And the last time round, you'll be thinking, I'm, I'm ready for this. So, you know, it's it don't if if you're feeling a grief of a project that has not worked out and I've been there, I tried to get a, um, a feature film off the ground. I spent 10 years in the process of it and it was and it completely collapsed in a major, hideous, messy heap. And I grieved. I grieved that mm. project and, you know, at the time, the irony is I was I was writing the um, resilience <laughs> webinar <laughs> no. for, for every woman. Right. And at the time, I was not feeling remotely resilient. I was feeling just awful. And I just couldn't understand how you know, um, that I was feeling this way. Yet at the time, I was extolling the virtues of, you know, learn to be more resilient. Yeah. But actually, grief is resilience training you know, we are, like I said, you, you know, you're, you're a long time old and, and there'll be times when, when people in your life do pass away and, and, you know, that is hard. It is hard. And projects will pass, pass away as well. And, and things that you've wanted for a very long time will not happen. Mm. And it's okay to grieve for them. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, cause that's the process of letting them go. Uh, but keep that's hard.
0: move forward keep moving and absolutely keep going. yeah yeah I, yeah absolutely I when I was in India a while back I read a fantastic proverb which was um it'll all work out in the end and if it's not worked out it's not the end and yeah. <laughs> and I love yes. that idea that you are just always in a process aren't you and you're you know you're always doing the calculations the calibrations and and regularly checking in with your goals and your process goals to do that uh is really important I think
1: yeah, exactly, and things always take a lot longer than you think. True. <laughs> you know? Yes. Twenty percent,
0: twenty percent buffer. Somebody said you've always got to build in twenty percent of anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's it, it's nice to be nimble and to be agile, but actually, you know, not everybody works at the same pace as you, and, and uh, there are going to be times where just things take longer, and that's one thing um, that I I'm not good at. I'm not good. With, I'm not. I'm not a patient person. Um, I'm not patient with myself, and I'm not patient with process. And I've had to learn to deal with that. Um, and that's been tough, really tough.
0: I think there's there's also some, you know, situations where you don't have a choice, but to be, you know, p- I, I'm thinking about the thing I read about. So after you did your epic Ocean Row, yeah, uh, the Row Girls um, oh, row yeah. that came after and you lost a crew member in the middle of the Atlantic. I yes, mean, I know. A we lost her. Really I kinda where to. she went. <laughs> she just, it was written down. I was like, where did she go? Did she fall overboard? I mean, presume she just didn't want to carry on rowing or couldn't carry on rowing oh, well um
1: she, yeah she she um she hurt herself and yeah, and exactly. just lost lost um you know the passion for it and and her mental health just went through the floor really and she just needed to get off the, the boat and that's what she did and and she disqualified us from the race which is really tough
0: yeah but for everyone else then so this is a major spoke in a in a, in a very clear goal isn't it um i mean for the for, for everyone listening describe what happened after that
1: Yeah, so when she she, um, got off and and we were disqualified and and then we um, had the worst weather in the Atlantic for 200 years and we were in a hurricane and tropical storms and... We were attacked by a shark, and you
0: know, it all—it all, it all seems to. <laughs> I <laughs> rapidly, mean, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny at Just like to talk about resilience, you would have to dig so deep, wouldn't you? Yes, exactly that. But the thing is, you know,
1: these things. When storms come, they don't come just then. Boof, you know. It's it's, it's very rarely a boof moment. It's it's nearly always a a process of you know preparation before the eye of the storm hits, mm. um, and and that's something that I've um learned is that to in in many ways manage your emotions for the for the eye of the storm and and most of the time the eye will never hit but you've managed your emotions you haven't catastrophized before that event happens and that's really important for just keeping you on an even keel but um yeah when joe got off and and we ended up kind of limping into the Um, to the end of the race you know third from last it took me years to really appreciate the lessons that I learned from that because I was so focused on the goal that I wanted and that was to be the skipper of the first women's four to have a world record and it was never going to happen that year Mm. and actually to reassess and kind of look back and say what was realistic at the time and you know what could we realistically have done to change things and the fact is we made the right decisions at that time you know, we had to kind of go with what, what was the situation as it was, not how we wanted it to be. Mm. And I think that's, you know, certainly a lesson for modern times is that you, you know, you have to be realistic about what is the current situation and how you can manage it right now rather than the one that you would like it to be. Um, because in that is, is all sorts of horror. <laughs> yeah. And also, we had this, my, you know, my mum and I had this phrase that is called no hope on the boat which sounds so, you know, awful, Black, but, dark. but for, yeah, bleak, <laughs> but it's not, it's empowering for us. It was certainly empowering for us because it meant that we weren't expecting other things of other people or, um, you know, something else to intervene. We had to deal with the situation as it was. Mm. Um, and and, you know, I've taken that into my uh, broader life. And, and that is so important when you're goal setting is that, you know, to be realistic about your abilities, about be realistic about what you can achieve, stretch what you can achieve, but don't have any hope that somehow you are going to be, you know, be better. You have to put in place the methods that are necessary for you to be able to do it. And that takes planning and realism.
0: And, uh, yeah, as you say, sort of that, that sort of full... False- positivity i mean be strong and be be positive by all means but yes that kind of uh, it'll be practical yes be practical, yeah, yes, it's, it's be practical and fail, pragmatic
1: yeah 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 practical and pragmatic and and know that you know that it's the there is going to be moments of uncertainty uncertainty and there's absolutely nothing you can do about that there are things that are going to happen and life is inherently unfair mm-hmm. but if you are um, self-aware and feel that you can do take practical steps that are within your ability um, then you can pretty much survive anything
0: let's talk about um, how goals change as well mm. now because mm. i know that you uh, are in the process of setting up a charity um there's a very different type of goal to rowing the atlantic i mean yes. types of goals we set ourselves they change at different points in our lives don't they, they can also mark transitions as i think you've you've touched on earlier
1: Yes yeah absolutely and for me this has been really really exciting and scary because you know before I was a a professional adventurer I was going out and living off my wits and now I'm managing a team <laughs> and for many of the listeners they'll be thinking yeah i do that every day yeah but this is new for me so it's a challenge mm. and it's and it's exciting but over uh, slightly overwhelming as well and i really want it to work i know uh, and it's for um, it's called the active pregnancy foundation to support women to stay active in pregnancy and you know i'm i i'm deeply passionate about that because of I had post-traumatic stress during IVF in the conception of my own daughter and being active was a life literally a lifesaver for me Mm. during that time Uh, and I and I want to share that and enable women to be able to do that so you know in terms of a a goal it really reminds me of, of the the first row because the passion is is, is gut wrenching you know it's 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 driven wholly by my soul and and I'm really excited about feeling that way again and I haven't felt it for a long time
0: so the the passion is the same um it, you know are there any are there any other sort of things that are the same or different in terms of this being a very different type of goal i mean this is a goal for other people isn't it i mean this is a sort of yeah. almost like a civic goal but also it is
1: but it's also a goal for me because i'm going to learn so much from it and that's and that, that i think is is also fundamental if you're not going to learn from it if it's not going to support you in feeling like you are achieving something for yourself and not just for other people then i i, I think you're on a, on a path to failure you <laughs> little you've bit got of self-interest yeah, <laughs> yeah well absolutely. yeah absolutely well you, yeah exactly you know much so we would love you know all our uh charitable people be working for free out of the goodness of their own hearts if they're not getting, you know, a wage and they're not <laughs> being able to feed their family and they're not learning from it, why would they want to mm. do it? You know, it is it is it is not selfish to um to have self-care to be part of the equation Um,
0: and part of the goal yeah Yeah.
1: yes absolutely yeah exactly and um, I'm learning a huge amount and that portfolio career has given me all the tools that I need to be able to do it like building a website (laughs) 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 I build my own website yeah exactly you know and being able to do the inspirational speaking Mm -hmm. it's all part of a package that well, hope not hopefully gosh you know see this is how it embeds itself in 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 language isn't it to hopefully enable me to you know to get this charity uh, uh, on underway i'm not hoping i'm saying yes it will enable me to get this charity underway it's all about language and what language means
0: so this is your current big goal sort of the big big yes. big big goal um no more plans to row across the Atlantic I've done that ticked it off yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: but you know what I but I'm still squirrel yeah. so if you know something comes up that I, I think I can you know um, participate in that will teach me something and it won't um, adversely affect my family life then yeah I'm going to take it on because we this is one life live it right yeah this is all we have absolutely um and it's, um, you know, it's very easy to get stuck into the day to day. And then something monumental happens and suddenly we're reassessing everything, you know. And if you look back at your life now, what can you say within it that's made you feel very proud? And, and, uh, and you know, as if you've really gone to the heart of what you want to get out of life. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing that and feeling that and wanting to do something about it especially if you look back and think actually you know what i sacrificed a lot um to say you know pay the mortgage or you know give give a stable home to my family Mm. but actually i want something else it's okay to think that
0: goals yeah a great way to sort of freshen up your life and and yeah as you say sort of add that 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 extra layer of something new which we all need Uh, i think it's very easy to just you know, do the same thing in the same groove. But yeah, it, it's, it's such an important thing. Let's finish up by asking, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, God, go <laughs> Um Give me sort of three things that, that somebody listening today who's inspired by what you've been saying, yeah. you know, that they can put in place or think about to sharpen up their goal setting game going forward. Yeah, sure.
1: Okay, so uh, when eating elephants, small chunks at a time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're reaching for the stars, then you know then, then then try and kind of put in place um stop points so the first would be just you know getting in the build the rocket yeah <laughs> <Build> the rocket <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing my, <laughs> I'm, yeah but I'm, I'm mixing my metaphors here but build the rocket get the rocket out of the atmosphere get it to the moon and then get it to the stars and in in that learning you know in, there's a massive learning process in that um, that will enable you to get to the stars because if you haven't built the rocket and you're trying to jump, <laughs> you're trying to jump to the to the sun, mm-hmm. which is also a star, then you're never going to get there, right? So that's that's my first tip. The second one would definitely be, you know, uh, no hope on the boat. Um, if you're using, I hope this will happen or I hope this thing will, we will come off, then um, reassess that language and think, is this me procrastinating or expecting something or somebody else to intervene? Um, it it enables you to take control of the things that you can control Um, so that's that one and the last one is if if you can try and be comfortable with uncertainty because you know we never know what's going to happen and um, be flexible in that because in that resilience lies Um, you know we can't control everything you know only control what you can control and um, and that will enable you to be flexible within your goals and um, if you know you can't build the rocket right now you might have to you know just sit and look at the stars for a little bit longer until you've got time to actually get to it and and um, put those thrusters on
0: fabulous sally kettle thank you so much for speaking to us today you're very welcome thank you